Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. Now, I'm going to give my non-spoiler thoughts on the season 2 finale of Star Trek Lower Decks. Then I'm going to give my more spoilery thoughts of Star Trek Lower Decks episode 10 of season 2. And uh, as always, no script, off the cuff, just my thoughts as they come to me. So, here we go. Non-spoiler territory. In three, two, one. So, overall, great episode. I saw things I wasn't anticipating on scene. I got to see a character I haven't seen for a long time in a new light. It was really great. And then, what I thought the episode was going to be about had nothing to do with that. But... It was still connected. It wasn't like standalone story one, standalone story two, and they're not really connected, but they are, but they're not. It wasn't like that at all. You still got a sprinkling of the overall plan for season two and questions for season three, which I thought was really well done. So I don't know if there's a comparable season in Star Trek where the plot was dovetailed over until the next epi- next season. Although there is one instance uh, which, which I thought was fantastic, but then they dropped the ball on the other half. First half was great. Second part, not so hot, was when they did it in Voyager, when Kess was going backwards in time and she was affected by the torpedo in that event that was affected by her by the, tor- by the tor- tor- torpedo was in an episode that was after she actually left the show. So in her episode, 7 of 9 wasn't there. And then when they reset the timeline and they fixed everything, now 7 of 9 was there and she wasn't. And they didn't have a line in there that says oh yeah, Kess predicted this or she told us this, this, told us this was going to happen but they didn't so I'm like, oh cool but then they dropped it they dropped the ball horribly I love both episodes but they were connected by Kess's time travel and nobody mentioned it in the year of hell either one or two of that but neither here nor there this one Season 2, episode 10, was longer, and it felt more like an actual episode that you would watch on a live-action show, rather than animated. Like, it could have gone, it could have played both ways and been the same exact episode. Let me decide that the, the, the one part, that might have been, that might have been, been difficult, and I'll get to that in a second. But overall, really, really, really good. How does it rate compared to season one, season finale? I would say, I would say it's equal. I, I, I would say that it offered the same coolness, same ooh type thing. So it's definitely one you could rewatch. Again and again and again, and it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd, just be, it'd just be fun. 
the whole way through. So that concludes my spoiler free. Now we get into the spoilers. First, I gotta say this. So far, every single reviewer person that I've heard or saw speak about Sonia Gomez coming back, it's more like a, eh, could've been anybody, eh, could've been this. And I'm like, pardon the, pardon the Swahili here. Are you fucking crazy? Last time we saw this girl was in, in Kyuhu, and the one that immediately followed that with the pack leads, actually. And um, they set her up as this rising star, her wanting to do this thing and go far. And then you never saw her again, so you had no way of knowing, did she ever make it? Of all the characters in Star Trek that are like in two or three episodes, there's only two I think anybody cares about. And they brought them both back in Lower Deck season two. You have Shelby, who was trying to get with Captain Picard as his first officer during the events of the Borg. And then you have Sonia Gomez, who was talking with Jordy and was was helping him helping the Enterprise in the next episode set up the whole thing to get a, to get him back from the from the from the, from the pack leads. Both characters demonstrated a really big drive to succeed and want to uh, wanted to excel. And then we never got to see where that happened in the Alpha Cannon until this season on Lower Decks. And we got to see both of them being the captain. And Sonia Gomez got a lot of scenery did you want she was on our ship it was knocked out by emp she was showing how strong of a character she was but we gotta figure this stuff out even though they really couldn't because their systems were knocked down so basically they all turned into morale officers trying to keep everyone chipper during the events of what happened to her ship and then the fritos coming through and then taking off all their hull plating knocking out their 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 viewer which i don't care who you are when that happened and they revealed that thing where a window could be i'm like ah snap that's a discovery reference i don't care who you are every single youtuber person they'll say oh that sword looked like that one sword in this movie it was just a little different but that was totally it if you can go that that creative with an easter egg then by god i uh, sorry they were referencing di they were referencing discovery's window which i thought was a brilliant brilliant idea because probably would be a good idea if you ever lose power in your ship or your view screen has a mess up you have to detach it you'd be able to see where the hell it is you're going so i thought that was great not a lot of people think it's a discovery reference because they don't like discovery. I mean, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you get to exclude it from it being a, uh, an Easter egg, regardless of what Ransom said about it. The fact is, it was a window, glass or no glass, still a window from the from from the ship bridge out. Sorry, I'm a fan of all Star Treks, whether I like them or not. So that was obviously a callback. To discovery, which is completely fine. And then 
you have them winning the day, succeeding, and then all of a sudden Freeman's like, oh, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this promotion. I've realized that this is where I belong after all they had to go through and how her crew was responding to her leaving and then her realizing that they're all real close and chummy and friends. They're like the crew of the Enterprise who were together for seven years before Riker even got his promotion. Which is another thing. People were like, how's she a captain already? How'd you do that? It's only been 16 years. So I went to Memory Alpha and I looked up when Commander Riker was offered the Melbourne. And between 2358, when he was in Ensign, or whatever year it was, in 2366, isn't that long? Isn't that long? So, as long as Sonia Gomez, after she left the Enterprise and went wherever she was going, was a rising star, then she could do whatever she wanted. I think it was 2353, something like that. So it was like 12 years. So, he was an ensign on the, on, on the Pegasus. So, it's conceivable she could become a captain. She learned her lesson on the Enterprise and she excelled greatly. Which I'm fine with. I rather enjoyed looking at her memory often and seeing Captain Sonia Gomez. Because it means that just because you were a one-off character or you're only there for a second doesn't mean that you don't have impact on canon because lower decks love it or hate it is now cemented in star trek because you can't talk about the titan without talking about lower deck season one episode 10 and you can't talk about you you, you use certain things that you like oh this, this, and that. And like, well, what about this? Oh, yeah, lower decks. So it's cemented, especially with that. The minute they introduce Deuce of Titan, and they're like, there's a Titan. Like, oh, snap. They just, they just walk themselves into anytime someone talks about the Titan, you talk about lower decks. You just can't do it any, any, any other way. But, so, Freeman thinks he's going to get promoted. Instead, she gets arrested. And a lot of people are all like, oh, that's stupid, that's dumb, that's whatever. It's going to be resolved in five minutes. I don't think so. I think it's going to be one of those things that plays out over the course of time. I think someone else is going to be the captain of the, of the Shritos because, I mean, it's not like the actress is doing anything different. She's not actually on the bridges of, of the Shritos. It's not like a live-action show where instead of having time with her castmates um, on the bridge and in Ten Forward and in Sickbay... She's somewhere else, and you don't really ever see them. She's in the film with them. No matter what her character is doing, she's still in the same place recording that dialogue. So Freeman could literally be on in detention, or she could be in a jail cell while she's waiting for prosecution, and it not be any different for the actress. So someone else can be the captain of the, of the Shritos going on missions and we still have the same amount of time that we have with her while she's in capacity as being the captain just this time she's now on trial and that could be where we get a lot of character exposition we can we can see events that transpired when she was like an ensign or when she was first 
on the Shritos or her previous commands. Or maybe that situation that Mariner was talking about with her mom happened to her when she just left Starfleet Academy. Maybe that might come up. I mean, not to mention Rutherford's thing where it looked like he was taken against his will and had those things programmed into his into his in, into his head. So, I mean, season three is planted, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's not the best two-parter episode where you have a cliffhanger and it's kind of, eh. there's a lot of conversation to be had. There's a lot of debate to be had. I mean, to put, to put um, best of both worlds into perspective, there really wasn't any conversation. There wasn't really any debate outside of what, will, will they fire? Will they not fire? Will they destroy the Borg cube? Will, will Picard be dead? Will Riker become captain? That was it. That was a conversation. There was no other stuff happening. This one, there's a mad amount of conversation to be had. Now we have conversations about Rutherford and what went into him getting those implants on him. Who did what? What what memories are his and what are false? And then you have, then you also have what's going on with Freeman. Was she involved? Did she somehow start? the ball rolling on the pack led planet being destroyed while they were saving the uh archimetus i think is what it's called so there's a lot of a lot of back and forth there's a lot of conversation that could that could be had in the ensuing months before it comes back while we're being just distracted by prodigy and picard and strange new worlds the conversations are going to be way more, uh, way more in, way more full on these, and it's sure it's not going to be the same as what's actually actually going to happen because it never is. We can construct this elaborate, crazy, wild scheme, and then it's like something completely different. But I think for season three, they're they're going to make it to be worth more like half of the season. That that Freeman is on 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 trial would make sense that it's not just a one and done because they have to prove stuff. It's probably gonna feel like Star Trek Six, I think is what it was. Star Trek Six is the one where they had the torpedoes and they had to do the investigation thing and they had to prove this happening whatever. So I feel like it's gonna be like that. So you're gonna they're gonna go on missions to try to prove her innocence. They're gonna have to go and do things and find things. And I think Riker probably is going to be involved and I I would I, it'd be kind of cool if if uh, Sonia Gomez had like was an expert in Pac-Led uh, society or whatever else I kind of wish that they, they kind of hinted at that a little bit in here so that would that would be a springboard going forward there's a lot to uh, discuss and talk about in regards to this and I, just because you want it to be wrapped up real fast doesn't mean it has to be I mean, there's a lot of two-part episodes that are kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, it'll be fine. But this, I think, lays a lot of curiosity and a lot of what did, well, what did Freeman do? Was she complicit? Did she do something on accident? Like, did she say, hey, go do this, and that person just went over, overly zealous? I mean, sometimes characters are, you see them one way, and then at the end, you see them in a different. You just never know. I think that season two is 
the season two finale was a lot more engaging with conversations of what was to come. Season the season one finale didn't really have that too much. I mean, it had a little bit, but we'd have what's going on with the clone boiler. We've seen we've seen both Shelby and Sonya, and so there's conversations to be had. It's just if you want to have the conversations, like I mean, I there's like six different uh, YouTube 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 people that apparently aren't Sonya Gomez fans or have no idea who the hell she is. And the minute I saw that on the uh, on the um, <clears throat> on her picture on the uh, on the drop of whatever they had, I almost fell over. I was like, what? They're bringing back Sonya Gomez? And then I was all excited to watch all these different different people talk about Sonya Gomez, and not a single one of them knew who the hell she was the most. I mean, there was like two or three that did, but the majority had no fucking idea. And I'm like, she was in Q Who? How in the hell do you call yourself a Star Trek fan, but do not know what Q Who is and who was in it? I've seen that episode like 500 times. And the the in the scene between her and Jordy and uh, Guinan, it's like. It's just, it's like, wow, it's really, it's really good. I mean, the Borg stuff is so different from what they turn into and assimilation and making people into their own. It's so different. It feels like a different species part of the Borg. There's two different Borgs. Like there's the Borg that simulate and then the Borg that take your technology. So that first part of it was like, like I wonder where she went to. I wonder whatever, she, whatever happened to her. And now you know, she became captain somewhere inside of 16 years. And uh, she almost died and had been saved by the Shritos. And so, yeah, the uh, episode was actually really good. The whole whole plating thing and taking them off. And I think the whole the whole cetacean or thing is cetacean ops. I think the whole plating isn't actually supposed to be removed like like that. Like, not every single piece. I'm sure the designers weren't like, what happens if they have to remove this hall plating? You know? I don't think that's like the main event. So, I think that it being underneath citation apps and you having to go a particular way to take out the thing, I think it's, I don't think they expected you to have to do that. So, it's just in this one freak accident, they decided, hey, let's take off our external hull plating and the stuff inside can be fine, and then they just had to go through a little rigmarole to do that one final piece, and it was it was just yeah, swim through stuff. It just it just happens. Sometimes life isn't super easy. So in this in this in this in this situation, I think it's fine. It's not like sloppy writing or bad writing. And then you have the whole thing with with a guy saying, "Why don't we just go around and or over?" It reminds me of that meme that guy getting thrown out the window. Because, yeah, space is three-dimensional. You can go up, down, or around. Kind of like the Marvel movies where they fight through the fucking airport. It's just going around. But, in short, I thought that it was a really good season two finale. And did a really good job of opening up season three. And leading conversation going forward with theories as to what the hell is going on with Freeman. And, yeah, I can't can't wait for, 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 for season three because I want to see what happens with Freeman. I hope it's like four or five episodes. That's what I want. Four or five. 
just to flesh it out. Just so you get a little more exposition of what's happening, a little some flashbacks rather than keep on going. So we can see maybe something was happening during season two that was going on with Freeman that led to certain things. So it'd be interesting to see. And then someone someone made an idea of maybe there's time travel involved to save Packled to save Packled planet from being destroyed. So anyone's guess. So much conversation is possible. So I really hope that the people that are talking about Star Trek uh, Lower Decks Season 2 into Season 3 are having these conversations. So it just keeps on going. So it's trending. So no one forgets how good this show actually is. And on that note, I'm going to sign off for the night. So final view on this episode. It was definitely my two favorite episodes of Lord X so far is season one episode 10 and season two episode 10 really good really well done brav fucking o is all i gotta say about that you guys have a great night